0: Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. That's right. Welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast. is something here at New Life we're excited to be starting. It's an opportunity for us just to look back at past sermons and just be able to share about the life of New Life and what's all going on here. This morning, I'm with Pastor Brian. Hey, Cody. Yeah. It's I'm good right to be here with you. Yeah, it's good to be here with you too as well. So I am Cody Gesser. I'm the worship pastor here at New Life Church. Do a lot of things, but that is my main hat and I'm mm-hmm. kind of in charge of some communications and other things like that and I'm going to have Brian share who he is.
1: Yeah. So I'm Brian. I'm the senior pastor here at New Life and uh, I'm primarily for vision and leadership and then I do a lot of the preaching on Sunday morning. So, we'll be able to dive into a lot of these messages together, which is going to be fun.
0: Yeah, we're definitely excited. There's been something on our radar that mm-hmm. we've been wanting to do and the capacity hasn't fully <laughs> right? been there, but we were just eventually like, you know what? It's happening this week. That's um, right. Because we have these awesome conversations and preaching team, and I'm like, man, I wish everyone could be in the room to hear, you know, whether Mm -hmm. we're evaluating the previous week's Mm -hmm. sermon or we're talking about what's coming up, I feel like we just have these awesome conversations, and Mm -hmm. this is probably kind of our chance to be able to share that with, you know, people, and then they can share that with the community as well.
1: And that's what I... So, yeah, even about our preaching team, maybe some people don't know what it is, but like, yeah. yeah, we've got a group of people that meets weekly. Um, those who are preaching on a regular basis are a part of that team. Cody is a part of it. A few other staff members, but then some people who are lay leaders and volunteers, and we all participate together in planning the sermon series and working through the preparation process of each text and uh, message that we're going to give. So like the week before we're looking at an outline together and providing feedback and it just helps strengthen the message. And we have great conversations. And yeah, so we wanted to awesome. bring some of that Always to this podcast. Off. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're so thankful for that preaching team, too, mm-hmm. as well, because we hear those conversations kind of flushed out in the yeah. Sunday morning sermons as well. So um, we love those, and that's kind of on a rotation as well yep. um, of yep. people who are kind of coming in from the congregation and, mm-hmm. yeah, from different yeah. teams. Yeah,
1: so it's cool to see different voices yeah. show up at the table. and. They provide helpful perspective, making all the messages better. So I love it; it's so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're already kind of not getting into the weeds, know, right? <laughs> but it's fun. It's good to talk about these things. Um, so along with that, so you kind of heard a little bit about our preaching team and how that's kind of created some thoughts for us towards this podcast. What do you think? Like, what are some of our goals by creating this digging deeper
1: podcast? Yeah, yep. And I think the title is really apt for this. Like the vision and hope that we have is to help us go deeper um, with the messages on Sunday morning, or maybe other topics that we'll bring up. But the goal is to go deeper with Jesus. We want to we wanna be pursuing him more deeply. I think it's easy for us as Christians to kind of be like that. You skip a stone across the water. We we just touch on a whole bunch of things along the way. I'd rather be the stone that plunges, like go, yeah, go to the bottom, absolutely. like dig deep absolutely. and really see like what we can mine. It's out the good it. work. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. It's the process. That's right. That's, That's right. we're talking about <laughs> our preaching team this morning. Journey. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. It's God's there in that for yeah. sure. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So without further ado, let's kind of jump into this mm-hmm. past weekend. Yeah. We had a really exciting Sunday morning. This was a good
1: one. Yeah. Oh, man. The
0: conversations from people, you know, people really enjoyed it. So we yeah. had a family Sunday if you weren't there. And um, yeah, all the kids, preschool and older, Uh, We're in service. We had high-energy worship service along with video featuring some of the kids and their thoughts on the Red Sea, which is always fun. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Brian's wife, actually, Jess Wilmer, she led us in a creative reading that Mm -hmm. really set the stage for the sermon. Um, And then at the end of service, we had um, six people were baptized. Yeah. It was incredible. So fun. The energy was just awesome on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I know I have some of my own thoughts, but what were some of your thoughts walking away from that service and like maybe some highlights for you? Yeah,
1: for sure. Highlights, uh, baptisms for sure. Mm. I love watching people step forward, profess their faith in front of a group of people saying, I'm following Jesus and like, Man, that is just a sweet moment. And as a pastor, like being able to do that with these students, we all had we had students this time um, to do that with each one of them, like was just such a meaningful thing for me to be able to participate in. And then to watch our church respond, like every time someone came out by the water, worship team played, everybody was cheering yeah. and clapping. Yeah. like the energy was awesome. And that's what I want for each one of those kids to feel like, yeah, I have a people, a group of people around me who are. Mm. They're cheering me on. They're encouraging me. Like that, that is such a helpful thing, especially as you're starting your faith journey. So baptisms for me, hands down, was the best
0: yet. It was such a great Sunday overall, too. I love how you had um, something personal from each one of them, you know, that they shared with you, and Mm -hmm. how God has worked in their journey as well, and I think that's important for us to hear as we talk about testimony and things like that. For sure. Um,
1: That was a really cool moment for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I love hearing the unique things that each kid or each student, each person brings, and, like, how Jesus met them, how he's working, and can we capture that in their story. So, Allowing people to hear that is so valuable.
0: Yeah. 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 I One of my favorite moments, and I know I'm the worship pastor, but... <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> was some of the worship on Sunday. It was fun. You know, we mm. knew we were going to have a lot of kids in the room, so we tried to keep it high energy, and it was just mm-hmm. fun. You could just
1: feel the energy, and people mm-hmm. were... Getting into it, so. Well, and was, you were intentional too um about kids' life. They sang one of the songs that we yeah. sang, and they they were Egypt, able to prep for that. It, yeah, it, it was so powerful. fun to watch the kids, so even my kids. They were like, "Oh, we sing this in kids' life." I'm like, "Yeah, we yep. we thought about that." So it was so great. It was so cool. <laughs> that
0: is good. Yeah, uh, you know. So what we kind of want to do in this podcast is hit on some different things that. Maybe you didn't have as much time yes. to sit down with, mm-hmm. and you know I feel that on a Sunday morning I'm like, oh man, I'm excited to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. You know, said thing. Um, and one of the things that stood out to me a lot because it's also been strong in my faith journey is that concept of um, doing for God versus being with God. Yeah. And you kind of you hit on that mm-hmm. as a personal story just to kind of share um, from the story of the mm-hmm. Exodus there. Yeah if you had a little bit more to expand, like how mm. do you feel that extended into the rest of your life? Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause you shared about scripture reading mm-hmm. and things like that, but yep. I think that sort of thing infiltrates a lot of your thinking and just your time Holy. with God.
1: Yeah. So just a real recap, real quick recap, um, back mostly in college, high school, college age, I just was doing the disciplines, the spiritual disciplines, reading the Bible, praying, taking Sabbath, all that stuff. I was doing those, because I thought I was supposed to, and that's it's good to do them, but I was realizing um, as I was learning more about who God is, learning about myself, and kind of just experiencing life, I was realizing I was doing them for God and not mm-hmm. with Him. Mm-hmm. So instead of like picturing this is something we get to do together, He's there with me, like we're spending time with one another, I was like checkbox sort of thing, right. like here God, here's right. my resume, you right. know, that kind of thing, <laughs> and so that that shift. Was really essential for me as I was growing in my faith, and so it's freeing too. Exactly, like I, I could sense the little by little. It wasn't like in an instant, suddenly Mm -hmm. massive change, but allowing that to permeate how I was thinking about my the disciplines, but then how I was thinking about my faith. I think that's where I started to see the transition to why do I treat people the way that I do. Mm. Or why, why do I go to church? Why do I um, continue to give myself to these kinds of things related to Jesus? And all of that I began to shift from, I'm not doing it for God. I'm doing it with him. Mm, that's so good. And the pressure release, the freedom mm-hmm. that came from that, allowed me to just, I think, almost enjoy his presence yeah. more, like be with him and enjoy the benefits of that. Yeah, so, it's
0: motivation. Yeah. It's just totally shifting. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So our tag of the series has been their story in our story, and we've just been mm-hmm. kind of continually diving into that and yeah. seeing what that looks like. And I know after a conversation with a buddy, I was telling him, and we we're going through Exodus, and he's like, "Yeah, I really resonate with with Moses." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Of course, everybody resonates with you know the <laughs> hero of the story, is- you know." And but what we have been talking about in preaching team is identifying with Pharaoh, mm-hmm. and you don't usually see that quite as much, you know, right. like at first pass. But when you start seeing, you're like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of pieces in my life that I'm holding on to, and my heart is like, my heart is hard towards these things, and it really needs to be softened. And Mm -hmm. so, what would you say the importance for you in identifying with all the characters Mm -hmm. in a story? Or is that something you feel like you were taught?
1: Mm, Yeah. Good question. I do think that that's come from my journey with the Bible, like learning about what it is and how it works. It's a, it's the living Word of God, and it's, a, it's literature, it's a document, it's, it's something that um, we read, and it serves a purpose. And so learning, what is that purpose? The, and that's the phrase rhetorical, like it's a rhetoric, it's rhetorical purpose. What's its goal for me as a reader? And I do think it is multi-layered. There's so many different facets, so many different parts that the Bible is simultaneously doing. That's why it's such a cool a cool book to read. Um, so I do think it is is wanting us to see ourselves in Moses. It's wanting to see ourselves as the Israelites. It's wanting to see ourselves as the Egyptians mm. and Pharaoh. And so I think your, part of your question is like, you know, we, we gravitate towards the hero, the one we want to be like, like, oh yeah, he's the winner. And we want to just set aside the Pharaoh version. But what the Bible wants us to see and wrestle with is, okay, yeah, maybe you want to be like Moses, but how are you like Pharaoh? Mm -hmm. When are you actually choosing to be like him? And I actually think that's part of what Exodus is trying to do. It's Mm -hmm. causing us to wrestle with, are we going to choose the way of Pharaoh or are we going to choose the way of God? Mm -hmm. And if we just assume like, oh, I'm going to choose the way of God and I'm not like Pharaoh at all and and don't think about that, we can so easily miss and not see the ways Mm -hmm. that we actually are like Pharaoh. So I think that's the beauty of um, what the scriptures can do with us. The more time we spend with it, the more we, we see and understand and uncover, I think we're going to see, oh man, I'm more like Pharaoh than I want to be. And the Bible's pushing me to go right, a different way. To change that. Yeah, yeah. and that's its that's goal. See yourself in Pharaoh and say, oh, look what happened to him. Yeah. Look how it went. It's not I who you are that. now, Yes. And now you for, will forever be Pharaoh. Yes, exactly right. Um, it's an invitation to transformation. Hmm. I think that's part of what the Bible is doing to us every time we read that. Hmm. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that.
0: It started making me think about, I wonder if someone's made any Enneagram numbers of different Bible <laughs> wow. characters. I'm sure somewhere. Pharaoh is totally an eight. Oh, yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> He's totally an eight. And that's why I, some people might identify better. That's right. Them, that's, that's right. That's <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And mm-hmm. like we've been talking about, this podcast, our, our plans and hopes for this would be for us to take moments from the message and mm-hmm. expand upon that. And what happens on Preaching Team on Tuesday mm-hmm. mornings is a lot of times we are like, I love that thing that you talked about, and that really resonated with me, and then we'll have this great conversation, yeah. and we hope to bring this here. And we talked a lot in Preaching Team about Getting to the hardening of Pharaoh's heart, mm-hmm. and that's a challenge for people to understand yeah. fully. And I thought you did such a beautiful way of allowing people to understand that God wasn't forcing him to do something yep. he didn't already want to do. Yeah. And you could have given a whole sermon. I know right? <laughs> a whole sermon just on on that section. So I thought maybe in this moment you could maybe expand upon that a yeah. little bit more, or just recap for people who might not have heard that message,
1: which we'd encourage you to yeah. go back and listen. Yep, for sure. I think um, to not make this a 90-minute podcast, sure. <laughs> like we could make that uh, the, the whole conversation. I, I do think from my own study, learning through what's going on there, both like at the Hebrew language level, some of the you know, rhetorical function that, that's taking place with the scriptures there, I think it isn't that God is overriding Pharaoh. It's not that he comes in and says, I'm going to use you against your will. I think what, what we see there, both in the language and in the way that it's portrayed, it both says in throughout the, the chapters 7 through 10, where all of the different signs and plagues are happening, Pharaoh hardens his heart. God hardens his heart. His heart was hard. Like There's this back and forth in the language. But ultimately, what it's, it's suggesting to us is Pharaoh was bent on this already. Mm. He wanted to preserve all this. And you saw that from the beginning. He's he sees this threat of a growing people group, and he's like, nope, they're going to be my slaves. I don't want them to overpower us, so we're going to start killing them. We're going to oppress them. And he, he keeps upping the ante to the time where then God starts to step in and say, all right, we need to do something about this. I don't want evil to run rampant. This is not right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to curtail you know, what's, what's wrong here. And Pharaoh, I'm going to give you a chance. And he does that repeatedly over and over oh, yeah. and over again. And it's like, don't harden your heart, humble yourself, let go of this, don't walk down this road. And I'm gonna give you a chance to turn from it. But Pharaoh consistently was changing his mind. He didn't stick to to that direction. And then he he just he he got more more resolved in it. And so it caused God to like, okay, I'm gonna to have to push a little farther, a little harder to get to this point where it's like, you have to let these people go. I'm not gonna let the the injustice continue. So I think what we see is that Pharaoh was already bent on this. He chose this path. God gave him plenty of opportunities, but to bring about his will, he's bending what Pharaoh's doing towards his purposes. God is, is taking what Pharaoh's offering and saying, I'm going to steer it this direction. And so Pharaoh choosing the path that he wanted to walk and not really listening was him hardening his own heart and God continuing to push him along on that path. Um, again, it wasn't against his will, and it wasn't doing something that Pharaoh didn't already want to do. It was just allowing what was already taking place to continue on its trajectory. Right. Yeah, and I think that's that's helpful. It's a it's a hard it's a hard idea. It's a hard passage. It's a hard uh, concept to wrestle with. And I think that's the point. Yeah, like we are we that, yeah. are supposed to feel Man, uncomfortable. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, you know, there's a lots of pieces that <laughs>
0: yeah. God. God loves the journey. Loves, the, I mean, clearly, he doesn't want to be just instantly grat- us to be gratified by just yeah. easy answers and all these kinds of things. But that's what life looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one thing I just love about the character of God is like yeah.
1: he wants us to be in the mystery with him yes. and to trust and yes. have faith. And that's what you see after they're rescued, when they start to go to Mount Sinai, and then, and then after that in the wilderness. The journey, the emphasis mm-hmm. on walking with God, learning to trust him, rather than just say, trust me, okay, we're all good now, and and everything's like, no, he's wanting us to own that. So in the same way, Pharaoh, hey, you have choice. Choose your path. Choose me. I'm telling you to choose me, but choose your path. Same thing with the Israelites. Choose me. And they need to be taught that. They need to unlearn their old patterns and relearn the patterns of God and the way things are supposed to be. And God is in the journey with us. It's not about the destination. It is about him walking alongside us mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Well, yeah. So
0: this is good. I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is great. I know. I'm I'm constantly like, okay, no more questions because this could end up being <laughs>
1: <laughs> forever. <love> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, we are excited about this. And mm-hmm. if you have any questions, and you mm-hmm. call New Life. Uh, your church, your family, like come up and ask us. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we can bring that into this podcast. Or if you um don't call New Life, your home family, you can contact us at contact at newlifeonline dot org and yep. ask us any questions you may
1: have. Or if, yeah, we'd yeah. love to hear from you. Yeah, we'd absolutely. love to dialogue. It's uh, it's one of those things that I find most helpful in my faith journey is when I have people that I can ask my questions with, or mm-hmm. I can have a good conversation to help me think through things that I'm wrestling with and doing that together. There's such value in that. So even though this is a podcast and we're, you know, maybe listening through digital means or whatever, we can still have that conversation. So we invite you, please reach out, talk to one of us. If you see us in person or, you know, reach out through the email, we'd, uh, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us for episode one of Digging Deeper. Yes. so good to have you all. Yeah. Have a good day, week or wherever it catches you. Appreciate it.
1: All right. Thanks all.